0: AD, yo, I got attacked man, you, most, you, you, you got attacked, why
1: A- you get attacked? attacked, what's wrong man, the baby mad at you,
0: I wish, <laughs> Tw- Twitter strikes again, we were just talking oh, about this, the other day, <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast, on the Believe Podcast Network, he is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock, and um, all right. Of course, you remember the, the our last show, right? We we I, I opened it and I talked about how Twitter basically just needs to chill. Um, uh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So you, you remember that? So. hmm
1: And so did they. <laughs> and, and and so <laughs>
0: just hours, literally hours after we recorded our last pod, I put it up. That's the last thing I tweeted before I went to bed. I wake up. Um. Well, not really. Wake up. Uh, wife wakes me up. Baby's freak, just screaming. Right. She's getting wife's getting ready to go to work. It's time for daddy, daddy daycare to open. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I get up. You know, ten, ten to ten to the child. Um, look at my phone, and I have these messages. Right. People are asking, me, like, from friends. They're asking me, like, Yo, what's up with these jackets? Yo, is this tweet for real? I go to Twitter. I got hacked. So <laughs> someone in Portland, really? someone in Portland, Oregon. I've never mind you, I've never been to Portland, Oregon. only thing I know about Portland is it rains, the 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 arena formerly known as the Rose Garden and Voodoo Donuts, right? That's it. I don't know anything else about Portland, Oregon. Someone, they got a pretty good.
1: They got a pretty good shooting guard.
0: Yeah, yeah, they got a pretty good shooting guard. Pretty good shooting yeah. guard. Um someone from portland oregon somehow got into my twitter and tweeted a link uh saying there was going to be i don't know so so many percentage off of north face jackets and so it went out and and not only did it go out it it went out to like all 12 of our listeners like only our listeners that and and our our and your your good friend steve watch that's it. <laughs> That's Un- great. Unbelievable. So, I, so I, I wake up to that the other day. So that, that was fun. So I had to, you know, t- Twitter sent me a Twitter. Twitter's pretty good. They sent me an email. They, they sent me a tweet asking, you know, hey, is this really you? You know, so they figured it was a little suspect. Um, so I had to, you know, go through the whole process, you know, changing the password, all that stuff. And then I had to tweet. I had to tweet all of our listeners, all twelve of them, to let them know, you know, don't click on the leak if you haven't already. And of course, I get these random texts from like other people, like, "Yo, I just bought nine jackets. Yo, I just, I just got a uh, three jackets. Yo, you owe me money for these jackets. Yada yada yada." So, yeah, that happened. Um, so I, okay. I, I went at Twitter, and Twitter kind of came back at me. Uh, well, in, happy, in
1: happy New Year.
0: Yeah, happy New Year, right? That's never, that's never happened to me before so that was that was very 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 interesting
1: Anywho, well that that hasn't happened to me since we last since the last five yeah i
0: well i would that's,
1: I, that's all i can say I,
0: I i don't i wouldn't think so so uh no. well good that's good that's good for you and uh thankfully no one was was harmed uh by the, the the events of the people in portland oregon and um and so here we are back for another one. Uh, I don't know if we buried the lead or not in the last pod, but I did not ask you, so now it was time to ask you. I mean, we're doing two of these preview shows anyway, so might as well get into it. Um, was it a catch? Kyle Rudolph, was it a catch? Was it OPI? Was it DPI? Uh, never asked you about that.
1: Uh, it was OPI. It was. Yes, that was that was flat-out offensive pass interference, uh, and, and it's a shame that you actually implemented a rule for those situations. But I remember hearing announcers after the game saying, well, you can't throw a flag in that situation. No, that's exactly why you have the rules in place. So that whenever the situation presents itself, regardless of the circumstances or what's at stake, you throw the flag. And, What you have to understand about pass interference in any, whether it's offensive or defensive, the main emphasis on pass interference is hindrance. Do does you can put your hands as a defensive back? You can put your hands on a receiver. You can put your, you can have your hand riding his waist. You can, you can have it there before the ball comes, but do you impede his ability to make the catch? The flip side of that is as a defender, you have the right to the territory, the the earth that's underneath your feet. You own that territory. A guy can't run through you and take it away from you and it not be a penalty on himself. A guy also can't impede you from progressing from that point to the next and it not be a penalty, and you plainly see on this play a defender preparing to jump, and he's pushed in a manner in which his body falls backwards where he loses balance, he loses his ability to levitate for a ball. It's obvious; you can see it. It's pass interference. That, yeah. that was an easy one.
0: When when I look at this, I uh, when I look at pass interference calls like that, I I kind of liken it to basketball, like that that um. That offensive foul, right? Anytime you extend, right? If if you're dribbling with your outside hand and you got that inside arm, you try to extend to get a little bit of space, that that's 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 an offensive foul every single time. Um in my book. So if, if you get caught with the extension and, and that's what Rudolph did. He did he very well um, extended
1: there. No, uh, no, you know what though, but see this this is the one thing, the difference in football. As I just said, you can have your hands on a guy. The extension is not necessarily a pass interference. You can in football, Well, that creates
0: the separation, right? The but, extension. But,
1: but no, 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 no. But but I can, I can, I that receiver and the rules, and you have to adapt to the rules. You know what I say all the time about you know rules affect less talented players more. And you, one thing that you have to adapt to in the NFL is that that receiver is going to be allowed to get the, gain that separation with that arm. Just like on a crossing route as a defender, a wide receiver has to understand that a DB, can, he can ride his hip with his hand on, on his waist. Now, I can't turn you and torque your body when I'm trying to break on the ball, but if I don't twist your body, I can keep that hand on you. So that receiver, Rudolph can extend. Rudolph just can't, if you watch that play closely, anyone go back and watch that play. What you are going to see you're going to see a hitch in the DB's giddy-up right at the end. You're going to see his pace, his gait change to where he's preparing to jump, and he falls backwards. That's, that's the thing. It's not, it's not the fact that you just extend. It's do you impede the other player's ability to continue doing what they're doing? So that's, that's where where he got He He caused the guy to stumble and not be able to time his jump properly. That's the P.I.,
0: so let me ask you about the hand fighting. Then there was some hand fighting. There was some holding, on the part of the DB there as well. Um, do you think that's probably why they did not overturn it? Because it was a little bit of you know a little bit of foul play on each side.
1: Uh, no, no, that was the bad call. He, he, he pushed. He, he pushed the guy. Now there are times when guys are running down the field, feet get tangled, and then there's no foul. But if you push me. And I grab you because I've been pushed. That doesn't mean that that negates the put the push. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It does. It doesn't negate that. It's, it's no. It's no different than on a, a defensive lineman comes off the ball. If he slaps an offensive lineman in the helmet and then the offensive lineman holds him, they call illegal um, hit to the head. They don't call holding, or they don't say let it play. You, you see what I'm saying? I hear you. Yeah, I mean the 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 first foul is the first foul. It's the first foul, and you have to go off of that.
0: Well, it, it 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 is what it is. I know Rudolph. Um, he complained a little bit about the hand fight, and he said, "Well, you know, if they they didn't call that, and so they're not going to call me for it. They reviewed it. They didn't overturn it." Um, so in his birth, yeah, but he
1: knows he pushed, and I know he pushed, but it, you know, it wasn't. They didn't throw a flag, so it's not a penalty. <laughs> but, but. You know, so but if but if you're, you you ask me, what did I think about the play? Yeah, the play was it was blatant pass interference, offensive pass interference. But it's a it's a tough call to get. I, you see more of them now than you ever did. And I, I played DB thirteen years in the league, and I think I got that call once, maybe once the entire time I played. I never got it in high school. I never got it in college. I I got it. I think I got it one time in the NFL. So you you see a lot more now than ever and it's because of all the all the film and and all the breakdowns like we're doing right now but it's it's a tough call to get because people want to see scoring you they they want to see kirk cousins get into the locker room and say you like that <laughs> and, and i'm okay i'm okay with that i'm i'm okay i'm okay with that you just have to work around it but yeah but as far as the ruling goes you know they missed one
0: out with some awards uh jimmy g named their comeback player of the year
1: we call Uh, that one
0: rookie of the year went to nick bosa Mm
1: -hmm.
0: coach of the year went to kyle shanahan yeah and i'm three for three so far coordinator of the year went to robert sala um and his name has been mentioned we talked about it earlier this year like they keep this up His name is going to be mentioned amongst uh, head coaching candidates. We know that he he has had an interview with the Browns. Um,
1: I like Salah. I don't know if I would have given him the coordinator of the year award. Really? I like it. Yeah.
0: Who would you have given it to?
1: I I mean, New England has the number one defense. I could go with the coordinator there. Um, I could look at what's happening. And, uh, I mean, there, there are a couple of different places I could go. Um, Sean Payton offensively, um, I could give him coordinator, or you know, I could give it to. I could, actually, I could have gone back to back with Kyle. Um, I think Kyle has done a more impressive job. Uh, so I'm. It's it's. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that he wouldn't have gotten votes, but I don't know if I would have given him the, the award. Uh it- well, I, I. just me. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm just. I'm a. I'm a tougher critic critic than you, though. That's
0: all. Well, yeah. I. I think. I think we know that. I think all all twelve of our listeners understand that as well. Um, all right. So Niners could be pretty close to full strength. Like, like a lot of guys are coming back. Um, for this game on Saturday against Minnesota um d4 continues to be questionable contavious street continues to be questionable um but obviously this team having the bye week we talked about that going in that was going to be huge because um not only did they get to to see a little bit of of what was going on in, in the rest of uh the the nfl landscape as far as the playoffs are concerned but they get to get some guys healthy um and some guys get some rest emmanuel sanders by the way did not have a bye week this year um, he play he he uh he had to go 17 straight weeks um, uh-huh. he he got traded uh before Denver's bye week and the Niners had already had their bye week by the time that yep. trade happened so he he uh he he missed it unlike Amari Cooper who the year before I think he had two bye weeks right after he got traded from uh the Raiders to the Cowboys
1: but we've had this discussion though how many games did Emmanuel Sanders miss i think think he only missed one right okay then guess what he had a bye week so it's all in how you look at it <laughs> he had he had a bye week i know he's rehabbing from an injury uh during that time but you're still not getting your it's it's no different you're not taking any blows that week you are um not running the routes. you're not doing all these things you, you're taking less time on your body on the field and the main thing is that you don't have that fight on sunday um and that pounding so it's a bye week. It it really is. It's just all it's all in how you look at it. You know that that's the same thing we said about the you know late in the season and and the Niners bye week coming so early. In my opinion, I mean you've had you've had key guys go down and get up stay off their legs and and they should be you know fresh and and ready. Your, your body has had a chance to miss some pounding, and that's that's the main thing.
0: Yeah, that was that was obviously something that I was more concerned about than. Than you, obviously. Uh, yeah. Niners, obviously, they they are they, pretty close to full strength, pretty close to full health, um, about as healthy as they've been in probably over a month or so as they get ready to head into this this Minnesota game. So uh, it's time to ball out. Time time to get into this. But first, Ed, um, you know, as men, we 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 gotta we gotta keep ourselves up, right? We we got to. We, we can't yeah, let well. let ourselves fall apart. Um. Give us some tips out there. Give us some tips. Right, ball,
1: falling apart, you. I mean, so I, I heard you talking about ball out and, and falling. Out, if we're gonna really go ball out, man, just know it, it's 2020, and that means that means a new year, and new balls.
0: Okay, that's right. So, <laughs> that's right.
1: Hey, so, so, so I'm just trying to get to men and let them know. Harry bushes are that's a thing of 2019. It's gone now. So, if you did pick a New Year's resolution, I hope it was one that had something to do with taking care of your junk. And Manscaped is gonna make it really easy for you with their new grooming products. Um, I've been in the middle of a move. You and I know we've been talking about that. And I, I'm not gonna lie, things are packed up, man. All of my Manscaped equipment's packed up. And Rashawn, I made the mistake. I know better, and I made the mistake nah. of saying I'm gonna. I'm going to grab the wa- the wife's razor. You I'll didn't be do careful. it. You didn't do I it. I know that they made it better for me. And, you know, and I know that there's something better, but I tried it. Yes. So um, you were talking about needing a bye week. I got a NAD and need a bye week right now, man. Ooh. It needs a bye week. At least it's got to it, you know, it's barely off of IR. It's getting pretty close to going to have to go on IR. <laughs> and, and that's why I'm saying. You need to check out Manscaped's products. They have redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so the trimmer won't do what I just did. It won't snag your nuts, guys. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And please don't do this. I don't do this. I, you've already told me you don't do it, but don't use the same trimmer on your face that you use on your balls, That's man. just nasty.
0: Yes, it is. That's
1: just dirty. Don't be that guy. Manscape also has the crop preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. And it don't act like you don't know it. You already use deodorant under your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BELIEVE at manscape.com. Okay, start the new year off right. By using the best tools for the job and your balls will thank you, especially if you're balling out like Rashad is talking about. Okay, so get 20% off plus free shipping, plus free shipping with code BELIEVE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code B-L-E-A-V.
0: That's right. New year, new you. Let's get it right, fellas. Um, so when we left off the last pod, E. D. we we were talking about Zim and we were talking about the adjustments. Um that you know, he he's notorious for being known to make. Um last week against the Saints, it was moving um Everson Griffin and and, and, and Daniil Hunter on the inside and that really affected the Saints offensive line. They were able to create a lot of pressure, a lot of havoc. Uh Breeze was a little unsettled back there. Um do you think we'll see some more of that this week against the Niners?
1: Um, yes, you will see you will see some unorthodox things. Don't be shocked if in some passing situations if you see um some of the Belichick rules uh being implied out there and executed. Uh by that I mean remember back in the playoffs or back in the day whatnot game but um uh, no it wasn't a playoff game but the Patriots were playing against uh, against Detroit and Megatron and they basically went to a punt formation like he was a gunner out there and put two guys on him to hold him at the line of scratch Ah, oh. it's not illegal <laughs> you can do it and and um I wouldn't be shocked in certain passing situations you're tight in on the line of scrimmage, Cano. if they don't if they don't have guys that are saying let's put two guys not not double cover him let's just take him out of the play and you and you have fast enough linebackers think about it some of the speed that you have and length you have at the linebacker position for for um, for um, the, the Vikings in which you can still cover some range and you, you can cover some space and area if you don't have if you do decide to do that, you can still cover in space with some of that length that you have. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see that in a few situations to throw it off and make the quarterback make Garoppolo have to find someone other than his number one guy.
0: Yeah. Just a thought. I I know. um, I know Zimmer's very fond of Kittle. I know he he mentioned that very, very early in the week. Um, So something to try to take him out of the mix you got to imagine it's is going to be in play.
1: Um, because think about it. If you do that, if you were to do that, it's going to affect the team uh, twofold. Because Kittle is one of your important blockers. He's one of your guys that you that – you, I, I mean, he is a guy that you're trying to get to the second level – to block downfield on a lot of that misdirection things. He's a major part of what it is you do on a lot of your pull things. He's a major part. So if you really decide I'm going to put a bunch of bodies on him, it's like, like, I mean, just flip it over the other side. Like Aaron Donald, you're playing the Rams. It's like, okay, we're going to put two bodies on Aaron. We're going to every single play. We're going to make certain that he's not the guy that disrupts. Now, what are the other guys going to do? So if you did that on Kittle, it's really going to affect that offense tremendously. But now you have to be able to have people in, on outside of that that could take up for the space that that one body is going to is, is going to void because the Niners are a team you can do that with because, again, the, the quarterback, the quarterback is not this running threat. So you do have a free body that you can use. So just think about it because it's really you're really playing 11. 11 on 10 if you're not counting the quarterback so now you basically just have to go 10 on 10 and and that extra body it won't be there but you have to make up for the space where they normally cover that's that's kind of the way you got to look at it just do the math
0: um we, we talked about the whole witherspoon and mosley uh not matchup but uh, competition I, I guess you want to call it um looks like a witherspoon there's
1: there's no there, there, there's no there, go, go. ahead. Go go ahead. You go. Witherspoon. Is
0: what? Well, it, it looks like he's going to get the start. Yeah. Um. On on Saturday. Um. Are surprised by? I know a lot of a lot of a lot of Niners fans are mad. I know you've been kind of going back and forth on on Twitter. Uh. we well, not necessarily back and forth, but I know you you've made some some statements on Twitter about Witherspoon, and, and I know a lot of the Niners faithful have been upset by his mm-hmm. play and, uh-huh. and 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 things of that nature, but um they're sticking with him and which
1: says which says it all you know and i was the last pod i came up i said you know it's kind of when when you don't just come out and say this is your guy it makes you wonder if he's the guy and it i does. said that it does um it makes, when you, when when asked is he the guy you don't say anything okay I'm, you know weird but now you said it you you when when you had to make a election you made a selection I'm okay with it I've said all all the while you need both of those guys um, and neither one of those guys have been in a situation neither one have, have neither one of these guys have been in a game of this magnitude both of these guys are, are flat out playing the coaching staff um, you you believe or you just talked about this the sporting news um, awards um, you're okay with Robert Sala being the um the coordinator of the year absolutely absolutely okay okay you're okay with Kyle Shanahan being the coach of the year correct
0: absolutely
1: okay then why would why would you be upset with this decision they're the ones evaluating those two players and these and these guys the defensive coordinator and the head coach that are responsible for these guys are saying that this is the better player so that's the that's the part that I that you gotta you gotta understand. See, people get caught up in the moment, and I and I say that all the time. You know, and, and it's it's Twitter. And the next thing you know, you're you're buying coats that you don't need, jackets and stuff like that because <laughs> because, because because you're just seeing something pop up, and everyone goes about it. That these guys competed head to head, and you were talking about earlier, and I almost stopped you. I said, "But no, go ahead and finish." It's This is the thing Witherspoon is still being given the opportunity because they believe the upside is there. They believe that he can potentially do more. Remember, that's all this stuff is. He hasn't done it yet. These are two young players, and you're looking at it saying, this is the guy that I believe can do more. This is the guy that puts us in the best situation to win. This is the player that I believe should have more opportunities because that's the thing. You don't win a job or lose a job. I'm going to say it until our 12 listeners understand it and get it. Jobs are not won and lost in pro sports. Opportunities are given and taken. It's that simple. So they continue to give Witherspoon the opportunity because they believe his upside is greater. It's that simple. At this point right now, when you have two young players Money's not an issue. It's one thing if you have a guy who's making. You got a guy making fifteen million dollars and a guy making minimum. The minimum player can just flat out ball out, but you have to play. You have to play the guy that's the, making the money. The guy making the more money, the most money in that situation, because you'll lose your job if you don't. You literally have to. I, I think I told I, I told you. I don't know if I told this on, on our podcast, but I I told you when I was released by the Panthers, my, my head coach was George Seifert. Um, and and George Seifert called me over. And first of all, I was like, why did you call me here? Um, when he called me over, he told me he was going to release me. I was like, you called me all the way over here saying you need to talk to me. I had to drive all the way downtown for you to tell me you were going to release me. I was like, you could have saved us a trip. Could have told me that over the phone. But he was like, I want to explain everything to you, man. I want to explain to you, like we have this relationship and. George had drafted he had drafted a player the previous season. He drafted a player number seventeen, a guy something Anderson, I can't even remember his name now. That's Hits the head. Hit. But he but he was the seventeenth pick of the draft. He was not gonna take my job. He had he had brought in Jimmy Hitchcock to for on a free agent um, signing deal. And at that time and, and, and given him a big contract. Jimmy wasn't gonna take my job. They were getting ready to go into another draft where he wanted to get more DBs. And, and he, then and this is what he told me. He his his flat out words. He said, Eric, if I keep you, I'm going to start you because you're better than these other guys. He was the GM along with the head coach. He was the GM and the head coach. So he was buying the groceries. His comment was, he said, Eric, I can't keep you. I got these other guys. I got to get them on the field. But if I keep you here, I am going to start you because you're better. So, I I'm, I'm kind of stuck. So that's what I'm saying. When you, when you go in those situations where there are things that happen within the building that people don't understand, then you start playing guys. This is the situation. This has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with longevity. This has something to do with the fact that they believe that he's the better player. So as a, as a, as a listener, as a 49er fan, if you have faith in those coaches, if you believe that these guys are the wizards and geniuses that you say that they are, how can you not trust the decisions that they're making on and, and the evaluations that they're making if you're saying that they are the best this year at what they do? Why in this one particular situation you're going to say, well, no, they don't know what they're talking about, and it's, and it's so and that's all I want you to do. just think about it that way.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's very interesting because you, I haven't been as critical of witherspoon as i think you know many others have been um also i haven't been as critical of robert sala as others have been uh as well by others i mean like the faithful um i think they've they've been kind of hot and cold on sala at times they've they've been (laughs) upset with witherspoon at times um you know aside from that one touchdown uh, and I'm just looking at the Seahawks game. Aside from that one touchdown, obviously, where he was in the red zone, didn't get his hands on the guy, and he was you know bumping around. Yeah, that, was a, bad, a thing, that like, was a bad thing. That was
1: a bad play.
0: Yeah, that that was a bad now, play. Um, but aside a bad play. Aside aside from that, I mean, there are a couple of D balls. But if if you look at the if if you and that's kind of the that that's kind of how you're hamstrung a little bit by watching games on TV. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get to see the whole field, right? But if, yes. if you if you see the all twenty two, you see how a couple of those plays developed against uh, Witherspoon. And I mean, you, you really can't say he did necessarily a bad job. Yeah, he gave up some pass, gave up a couple of receptions. Guys are going to make plays. Guys are going to make passes. But if you look at the way those things developed, I mean, there it, it really wasn't too much that that he 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 could have done. Um, so,
1: and the thing about it also that you got to understand and listeners listen faithful listen i lived it i did it when i came into the league i when i came into the league i was playing opposite of eric Wright and don griffin and you you i'm gonna get work you're gonna have to show that you belong and you're gonna get more opportunities you're gonna have to make plays because they're gonna come at you and you're gonna get more opportunities to make plays but also more plays are gonna be made on you because of just sheer volume that's something you got to understand. Um, I, more balls are going to come at Witherspoon, so you're going to have more chances, as, as, as you just talked about. If you watch all the things and how it developed and what's going on, you will see that it's not what you think. And, and a lot of times, plays are made, uh, and, and it can happen. Play, plays can be made where it's a hell of a play for you to even be in position, even on some of these deep balls to make the tackle because it wasn't your responsibility Yeah. because other players have seen something and they, and they bit the cheese. And, and because you show up on camera and the announcer is like, Oh, he's defended by so-and-so, but they don't realize that you're looking at your, at your fellow DB like, man, what the hell are you doing? What, what are you doing? And I, I a true story, I remember I was playing. <laughs> we were playing a game, and and, uh, and I will never forget. Merton, Merton, and, um, and and you can tell him I told you. Merton jumped. He used to love to jump those deep crossers. And we learned over time. I learned just don't, Mert's going. And he would make plays all the time. Sometimes he'd stay where he was supposed to be, sometimes he'd see it and feel it, and he'd go jump that deep crosser when he was supposed to be in the deep middle and what was happening you, i'm i'm sitting here covering covering the guy i remember doing it with merton i remember doing it with um with with mike mentor safety i played with in um, in, um in with the in carolina yeah. but by then i but but by then i knew better i knew better than to leave um mike is it's a funny story too i will get to point. the point but with merton merton jumped this deep i'm i'm running i'm coming and i'm looking at this and we were playing a game we got the I'm in man coverage. I know it's 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 um, man free. I got Merton in the middle of the field. It, we're running down the field. I'm running with my receiver, and I he starts drifting towards the middle of the field. And I look up and I see a ball coming. I'm like, Oh, Mert, got this. I'm literally thinking like, Oh, this is a pick. And I turn, and when I turn, as I, as I, as I look down a little because I see the ball going up, and I turn to look at Merton. There's no Mert. So I so I got to get on I got to get on my horse I get on my horse and I make the tackle he catches the ball I make the tackle and Mark comes up to me and he's flapping his arms he's flapping his arms looking look at me he was like my bad man and throwing his arms all hard like my bad man I screwed up my bad my bad (laughs) and I finally I saw the television copy. And on the television coffee, the announcer was like, Oh, Merton Hanks is getting all over Eric Davis for blowing that coverage, for not being there and making that play. He is really <laughs> giving it. That's what a leader does. You get on your guys and you make it. And Mert was literally apologizing to me. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying about that. It's not going. Honey, honey. oh. oh. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm talking to my wife. She's trying to give me a, a jacket because I'm outside and she's trying to give me a jacket. I told her I'm not cold, but she's trying to take care of me. That's love right there. That's love. But what I'm I'm saying, So, but what we're talking about is, uh, is fans see just what happens on that little square box that they're watching. You're watching that game, and the camera's following the ball. You don't see all the other things. You don't know the defensive calls. You don't know what they're supposed to be doing, and that's what I've said, and you've seen me go back and forth on Twitter with some people. I'm like, I'm not there at practice every day watching. If I were there, I could give you my absolute coaching analysis on this guy's ability to do this or do that. I think both players, um, Emmanuel Mosley, Witherspoon, are both developing players with tons of talent. But the coaches that I have trusted and watched develop these players and get things done – successfully all season long say this is the guy i'm gonna go with it but but you can't just be a slave to the moment because someone caught a pass on some on somebody you're gonna it's gonna happen you're gonna have a bad day you're gonna have a bad game Nobody. jimmy garoppolo played horribly that first game in my opinion against um against uh seattle he, I thought I thought he I thought Shanahan literally had to take the ball out of his hands. He was trying his best to throw that game away with some of the plays he was doing. people everybody forgets about the, you do you remember that game? I and remember, how many I, balls he almost threw across the middle to linebackers I was like right in their hand. it,
0: it was unbelievable. It was either it, either his throws were off or the throws that were on
1: target were dropped. it, it, it was It was just it was one of those days but nobody said, okay, these guys should be then he shouldn't play anymore. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, nobody, you know? nobody said that, no. Yeah, no, nobody said the, that. It, it, was, it was a bad day. You're going to have bad days. It's, it's impossible. The game, everyone you're playing against is too good. <laughs> I mean, that's the part of it. There, there are no bad players in the NFL. And, and that's what I said when people are like, Witherspoon's a bum. I'm like, dude's not a bum. He's not a bum. You could remotely do what he's doing. And and there are guys there, and and, and of course, just the layman, that's that's easy to say, but there are other athletes and football players that can't do what he's doing. That's why guys get cut every year, because they don't have the ability to do what he's doing. College players and professional players, they can't consistently do what this guy's doing. And the coaches are saying, we believe in him. Now, since they believe in him, because we spent a lot of time talking about this, go get it done. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I go get it done and, and you have to get it done against what I believe is the best one two receiver tandem in the league, right? And, and and Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. I know there's been this this season has been full of some infighting with with Diggs and Cousins and with Thielen and offensive coordinator and earlier this season it was really bad. Seems like they kinda turned the corner and but I mean even last week I mean they, they panned the camera to, to digs on the sideline and, and obviously he had some frustration um with balls not coming his way.
1: But my mom something you that's the best one two in the league? You think that's better than the one two in Atlanta? I think so. You think, you yeah. think it's better than the one two in Houston?
0: Yeah. I think collectively hmm.
1: collectively You think that's better that's better than that's better than a one two you can put together in Kansas City? I think when they're on
0: they're the, no. yeah. I, I okay. they're, they're the best yeah i think they okay. they're the best one two in the league the best okay. one two combo in the league oh wow um, for wow. me for okay. me for me at least um okay cuz i i mean i think those those other uh, those other ones are are dominant those other tandems are like the the Atlanta tandem is dom- dominated by Julio like the the Hopkins dominates the the Houston tandem like you huh. know you know what i'm saying like i think these two guys like equally
1: are Scary See I'm see, um, Okay I, See I could I, I I got it I got it I, I mean I again. I, it's just all the way Like here, is Julio Wait, better see. Than both these guys Absolutely like, Oh no hot, was, yeah. you know, that, That's not what we're Talking about But see yeah. when we Start talking about tandem. But
0: that, but as mean? far as Tandems Like absolutely I think one two I think, okay. Absolutely For my money I, I would, think they're the Best in the league
1: I wouldn't put them there because when we're talking tandems, that means we're at, we're not going individual skill sets. We're talking we're talking um, a combination of all factors involved to be successful. And part of that factor for that tandem is the quarterback. That's why I wouldn't put them as the number one because I don't think you have the quarterback that's capable of taking advantage of everything that both of those guys can do. So that's. The, 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 Again, you, you know yeah. I, I evaluate a little differently than you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I I think there's something to that, and, and so I and that and that's kind of why I said like when they're on, and, and when they're on, I mean a lot of that has to do with cousins, right? Um, because they can't yes. they can't be on if cousins can't deliver them the ball. But I, I've seen some games with cousins, and and, and and you even go back to the Case Kingdom days, um, where they were it was like oh my gosh, these guys are unguardable. Um, that was
1: ridiculous, yeah. Chase Keenum. I got I me mean, the arguments I had about that. I I know I sound like such a hater, but i was like, come on, people. Yeah, come but, on. It's like this guy's not. Nice. But anyway, keep going.
0: But so how? <laughs> I, so how? Obviously, it starts with cousins, though, right? But when, when yes. you're dealing with these two guys who are both legitimate home run threats, mm-hmm. um, like like where do you begin to to attack uh, attack these two?
1: Um, number one, you make Kurt, you make Kurt um, have to take time to. It's just the same as the other quarterbacks. So number one, he's not a, he can run, but he's not a running quarterback. So you know where he's going to be for the most part. Uh, you make him have to take time and come off of his first reads, and you make the guys have to work. This time of year, you make things rough on a guy. You make him uncomfortable. No one, no one should pass you without paying a toll. No one. They're, they're, no one should have clean releases. You should be pushing them and banging them and, t- and killing, and messing with their timing, And you make it frustrating for them. You've already seen on film, and this is not about trash talking, but you've already seen on film and you touched on it, how you can get and you see Diggs complaining about things when things aren't going his way. You test that theory, no different than no different than if a guy has a hurt shoulder. You're going to bang that shoulder. If I know you got a bad elbow, I'm going to slap the crap out of your arm at the line of scrimmage. If you had a bad ankle or hamstring, I'm not going to play off you. I'm going to press you at the line of scrimmage and I'm going to make you have to use it and push off of it. And I'm going to I'm going to see if your head is there. So in the same thing. If you are showing that you got a soft head, I'm going to mess with your head. If it's soft, no different than any other part of your body that's soft. You you have to test it. And that's the way you play the game. The Niners have done a very good job of mixing up their coverages and being where they're supposed to be and make guys earn things. That's the way you play this team especially when you have multiple threats that are capable of making plays. Uh, you know, they, they haven't gone into a game saying, we're going to double this particular player, um, you know, put in special defenses. Yes, from, you know, depending on situations, they will, you will see them where they'll double a guy. They'll send an alert guy, safety, he's jumping, either the, the number two crosser or the number three crosser. We've seen all of those things happen, um, just the way they play their defense, and they've done a good job of it. Continue to do what you do but hit guys tackle guys this, this is about big boy football right now it really is this time of year You're coming, and the team that's coming in is a lot like the niners from from with their mindset it's a lot like the niners the niners are a physical fast team that wants to come at you defensively and and put and put pressure on you and be disruptive and hurt you offensively they want to run the ball. They will run the ball and come at you and continue to run the ball until you show them that you can stop the run or you are tough enough to slow things down. But they're going to mix their pass in enough off of their run action. Doesn't that sound like Minnesota? Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, we saw glimpses of that against against New Orleans
1: on, yeah, on Saturday
0: that... or last weekend. I, and, and, that that, and that's that's the thing about it because Dalvin Cook has been so good for them this year, and and arguably he was the best running back in the league for maybe the first half of the season. Um, and, but but you can't, and that's the thing about it, right? You can't just sell out on the run because you got Thielen and Diggs to contend with, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then you also got Rudolph, who's more than capable at a tight end. So th- this 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 is an offense that certainly has a lot of weapons. Um, yes. But, but tackling's going to be big. Tackling's going to be huge. But then you, you go back to the quarterback, and, and can he make plays? Like, you know, we saw him dropping in the bucket late – when they needed him to do it against stealing, oh yeah, but that I go, was a pretty ball. It was a pretty ball. But I, I go back to what you said in, in the last pot. Can he do that again? Can he repeat that? You know, in baseball they talk about pitchers all the time being able to repeat pitches. Um, that, that's a big difference between a, a major leaguer and 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 someone who who's middling in the in the minor leagues. Um, well, well no,
1: but what have I told you? You 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 know me now, man. What do I say? It's about being repeatable. Yeah, pro sports. Pro. pro Eric well, I've said reason I say that pro sports are not about being good. They're, and that's what you're talking about with that picture. It's about being consistent. That's that's the thing. And that's why I am where I am with Kirk. Kirk, I, um, I, I, I did an interview with some people yesterday. They were asking me about Kirk, and they were talking about what he can't do and what he can't do. And I, and I stopped them and I said, no, 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 you can't say this. He, they were like, well, Kirk can't win a big game. He can't do it. I said, no, 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 stop that. You can't say that. I said, he just won a playoff game. I said, I said, they don't get bigger than that. I said, so you can't say that he can't win a playoff game. You can't say that he can't win um, a big game. I said, you can't say that because he's done it. I said, you can never say that about him again because he's already done it. I said, but now what you can do and what I do, I can look at his track record. I can look at his career and his career says that he doesn't consistently play at that level and make those tight plays in those situations. And I said I can look at that and go off of that. I said, but I'm not going to say he can't. He can't do it. I was like, that was a beautiful ball. That's what's going on. But that's why I told you. I was like, hey, he had that game last week. He made those plays. The odds, odds say that he's not going to come out with those tight plays in those situations this week because his career said so. It's not me. It's him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what I go off of. It's like I'm not making it up. I'm just I'm just going off of what you showed me. And, and I know a lot of people, and that's why I say a lot of people get caught up in the day. I, 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 I gotta say, I know you're capable of doing it because I've seen you do it. So I'm not saying you can't do it. Um, can you do it again? Can you do it again? Can you do it again? Can you go off and make these plays? And I know, and I'm not looking at it off of, off of what if things go wrong? Um, I had someone tell me yesterday as well, Lamar Jackson he said, "I'm not sold on Lamar Jackson. I know we we're way off, but this is what happens when it I start talking." Was it Bill Polian? You talking um, to? <laughs> no, it wasn't oh, Bill no? Polian. Oh, okay. but, but but he said, "I'm not sold on Lamar Jackson." This was his comment. He said, "If Lamar is injured, or if Lamar's running back." is hurt or having a bad day or maybe his offensive line a lot of isn't ends. playing hold, hold on or if his offensive line isn't playing well or maybe even if the defense can't keep a minute I don't know how, how he would be that's why I don't think he's an MVP and I just laughed I said so you're saying if he's hurt I said I said so you're saying um if 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 he's hurt he's okay but if he's hurt but he's okay but if his star players around him are hurt or if his defense is playing bad um, or if and then he even threw in bad weather he said or if, if the weather is just really really bad he can't play well I said you do realize you just said every quarterback in the league's nightmare yeah he's injured his star players are injured his defense isn't playing well he's playing in bad weather I said if someone had I said any quarterback had to play a season like that he's not going to do well I said, I, and I was like, "So you can't." I said, "You can coach around injuries, you can coach around bad situations." I said, "But you can't coach for them." I, you know, so it, it's funny when when you look at things that way. So back to Kirk, th- this is the thing. I'm not trying to coach around anything. I'm not trying to trying to do anything other than say I know he's capable of. And if I'm coaching, if I'm a defensive coach on the staff, we know he is capable of this. I just saw the film. I saw that beautiful ball. You saw how he ended the game. All these things you see. Now, I also have years and stacks of film that says, when put in this situation with this type pressure, playing this type of consistent defense against him, these are the results. So this is what we're going to do. And you go out and you play consistent ball in that matter. And you give yourself a chance to beat Kirk Cousins. Why? Because most other teams that have done it, they beat them doing the same thing. That's, you know, that's why I, I, last part I said I feel good about this one. I feel good about it right now. I was on the radio in the Bay Area, on can and I was like, hey, it's in the bag. They're like, what? Like, yeah. You know, Niners are better. They're better. It's not overlooking anything. They're just, they're just, this is a better football team. And the better football teams win this time of year when doing what they're supposed to do. If you play consistent ball, if you come out and do what you do, you're going to win because you are better. Um, the other team has no bearing, and that's what this is all about. You've heard me say another Ericism, right? You don't play according to your competition. You yeah. don't. Your standard doesn't change according to your competition. Standard. If so, you have no standard. Standard is the standard.
0: The standard it is so that that said what's the biggest challenge for this Niners team in this game is it is it is it just being in that environment I mean this is still a young team is Mm -hmm. it being in this environment for the first time is it is it is it is it it nerves is it managing nerves managing expectations like what's going to be their biggest challenge when they walk onto that field
1: a Pace, speed. Um, pace, speed, uh, understanding the um, uh, gravity of the moment um, b- because you haven't played yet. It's like that. It's like the rookie player playing that first game. Um, and when you come out of college, you get to the pros and you realize even in preseason that that's the difference. Everything is just so much faster. Everything happens. It's going to be a different pace. If there there will be a different pace. And remember, Niners haven't played this pace yet this season. They haven't played a playoff, playoff game. So that's that's the main thing. It's about coming in and get, finding your comfort zone at this pace because everything is going to pick up. Because the, the thing about prepping to be a pro that I always felt and the way I trained, I, I would do everything as fast as i possibly could but under control see, see that's the thing about being a pro sport especially being a db um at any skill position everything that you do it, you're not running a hundred yard dash so you you have to be prepared to change direction so you have to learn to do it as fast as you possibly can under control so you still have the ability to change direction because you've never seen anything both make a, a a hard right turn at the at the finish line no that that, that doesn't happen you, because every you, so you can't just be wide wide open you have to do things up to that level so now there's going to be a little bit more gas that you're going to need at at this phase of the season but you still got to do it under control so that's one of the important things that you have to have to pick up on right now, and I think that's a very important thing. So you can come out, and you don't have a lull because this is the time of the year that you don't want. At no point do you want to do it, but you definitely don't want a team that just want to play playoff. Because remember, this is a new season. This team is one zero. They've won. They've won. They've played. They've, they they yes. know the speed. They're, they they they've been in. Yes. It. Yes, they've been in it. They've been in a hostile territory against a good football team. So they are going to have confidence that they are a good football team. Because hey, that was happened to the Niners, right? You beat the teams that you're that everyone's saying good. You start to believe that you're good. They just went to New Orleans and beat a good football team, a team a lot of people predicted to be in the Super Bowl, and they just beat them. So they feel good about themselves. They're they are looking at it like, why not us? Come out and be prepared for that pace and you mentioned nerves nerves are always there that that's going to be there um you know everyone's going to have their their pre routine and feel the way they feel you know i played with some guys they were going to throw up every game you know right before kickoffs you know some guys were were you they were going to have their music and not talk to you some guys were going to just talk like just nonstop. like chuck charles haley was going to just talk and write you Crazy and crazy and <laughs> just 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 all kind of stuff. But that's when we always knew he was nervous and he was about to whoop somebody's tail. We we knew you could always tell with Chuck. But but guys have their routines on how. So the nerves are the nerves, and you've been playing football since you were tiny. That's going to be a part of it. Um, it's just being at that pl- at that pace and ready to deal with the pressure because remember, it's always there. Pressure is there. You're either filling it or you're applying it, but it's going to be there. It's a playoff game. It's a pressurized situation. Organizations. You're talking millions and millions of dollars. You know the, the difference in changing the value of an organization with a Super Bowl win. You know the difference in changing your own dynamics with playing well in the playoffs. Oh yeah. You know the different. You know the difference in changing the the um the dynamics of the coaching staff with playing well and winning in the playoffs and and now the flip side of that you understand the gravity of losing in this situation after accomplishing what you've done in the pre in the regular season so that's the thing that you have to be prepared to come out for so that's so you know the question was what um, biggest concern: What do they have to be most prepared for? is just that I think it's just the pace. They just play football. They've they've played and set a standard to where these guys push themselves to be the best. And what they've done has proven thirteen times. I, I, I remember on Twitter, who, who, oh, that was, Skip Bayless. I, I don't know who it was that said. I don't know who it was that said that they had gotten lucky. And I was like, okay. Oh yeah, it was Skip Bayless that said that the Niners got lucky and got the got the um got the number one seed and, and messed up New Orleans. And I was like, okay, well they got lucky thirteen times.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot, that's of a luck. lot of luck. Yeah. that's
1: a lot of luck. Okay, so just keep keep doing what you're doing. You found a method in being lucky. Oh, dude, I don't know See, what it is about they, you, they man. They coming
0: after you this time. You, you, you know at your house.
1: <laughs> but they drove past. I'm
0: a, I'm a I'm a long ways away from from where you and at. Yo.
1: Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, so that's that's where that's how I see it. That's where what's what's going on there. Just get just be ready for the pace and 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 don't waste any series. Don't waste any snaps. That's that's the important thing of the playoff that I learned through time is that when, when that moment hits, you got, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. You got to know because it may not come up. That situation may not arise and you have to be prepared for every situation. Thank you. You know, and, 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 and I, I know for a fact, I helped my boys get a ring because I knew something that this team didn't think I knew. When we, you know, when we were playing against Dallas. You know, that's that's how it was. That, that previous game, when we were playing Chicago, there were things that I knew that this team was going to try to do. The double moves that they were going to try to do and things that they were going to do right there. You know, and you get fast Curtis Conway out there on me and you're going to try to run this Same double way. move. Where, well, you know, but there were two, two things I knew. I knew, number one, you were going to try it. And then, number two, I knew that I was faster than you guys thought I was. So... You know, I, I know I'm faster than you think I am. I know your quarterback's arm is can only throw the ball so far. So when you do this, I know, I know how to make how the play I need to make, and I have to make that play. And you make those plays early in the game. You do these things, and you close those deals by just doing what you're supposed to do and what you've been working on all year long. Then Then everyone else gets to continue to feed. And that's how you have to play this game. So that's that's where they need to be right now. Be prepared to start this game fast. And by fast, it's going to be a few clicks up. You're playing a team that's already turned their knob. Be ready.
0: Yeah, be ready. You've got, got to turn your knob now. It'll be the first game inside, first playoff game for the yep. inside Levi Stadium. Uh, first playoff game for Kyle Shanahan as head coach of the Niners. Um, a lot of firsts going to be happening on the field come Saturday, um, but these these moments are precious. Got to take advantage of them uh, whenever they come. Whenever they come your way, and so this is a team that um, has has seemingly gotten healthy at the right time after being mm-hmm. beat up over the better part of the second half of the season, and um and and with all the all the ducks in a row, uh, time to go out and, and play some football uh it gets a pretty good Minnesota Vikings team um you know they they, yeah. they 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 got one of the the best defensive wizards there is in in all of football and like you said they 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 turned their knob already they went out there to know you, and uh and came away with a dub and so they they got some confidence in being able to win on the road as well so to be a 4:35 eastern 1 local time kickoff on nbc uh al michaels chris collinsworth will have the call and uh it it, it should be a good one it should be a good one faithful f- faithful it's time to go it's time to go fresh fresh off a of bye week it's time to go big time game playoff game first time in the playoffs and in quite some time, so uh now it, it's 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 time time to get after it. So uh we'll we'll be back next week to break this one all down, talk about how it all went down in, in the field of genes as you like to call it, E. D. But there uh it it's 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 playoff time, my man. It's playoff time. So here we go. Uh,
1: hey, you know what? We've been expecting it. I've been for a long time we've been talking about this. I said it before, I'll say it again. Niners are the gauntlet. There's no reason to stop doing what got you here. The expectations uh, should not change in any way. The standard does not change in any way. And they got to go through you. This is a team that's in the way. It's the next step. And you just got to skull drag who's ever in front of you because you can't be denied. Both teams want to win this game. Every team in the playoffs, and every team on both sides of this bracket, every team wants to win a championship. One club is going to say, we got to have it. And there is no, no alternative or exceptions. There is no other way out, and we will not be denied. Niners got to be that team.
0: So... He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Enjoy the playoffs. Enjoy the divisional uh, playoff weekend, and we will see y'all next week. Peace.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.